This little light of mine, I'm gonna make it quack. That is right, everyone. It's everyone's. Well, it doesn't matter if it's your fav- if it's your favorite segment or not, because it's church. So you just have to show up. It doesn't matter if you like church. Everyone knows that. You just go to church. This is the Church of Quack. Once again, not a legal church. I need to say that. But once again, I'm also going to say, could be, if you start donating your money to me, I will gladly become a real church for all of you. Um, Tax-free? I like, I like that. Let's think it over. The, the, the religion is only Oregon Ducks. That is it. It doesn't go any deeper than that. Also, it's very deep because it's just about the Oregon Ducks. And, I mean, I, I saw poetry out there. I saw it was beautiful. I saw, oh, I saw the the hand of of God themselves, aka RoboDuck, is one of one of the gods of this religion. Um, go, go out there on their field themselves and just really freaking deliver. It was a great game. It started out slow, but I think kind of the nicest thing about it was that this was an off game for us. This was an off game for us, and we won. 42 to 24. That's an off game. And we all know the cow games are weird. And basically, I'm ready to throw out all the superstitious, like, oh, we don't do well against this team. We don't do well against this team, you know. Because Lanning is here. Lanning does not care whatsoever how you feel um, about these jinxes and such. And, yeah, I've just been, it's been great. He's been ripping off all these old band-aids, all these all these old wounds. Open them up, cleaning them out like someone else I know, and and, and clean. What what can I say? Anyways, let's get into it. Right, my twelve quack mammoths. We all know you're here for it. Number one, Knicks picks six. It it's almost like the number of the beast six six six, but no, it is not though. The number of the beast pops up a lot about it, so I don't know. Maybe Nyx is uh, going to the the other deity to get his powers, like a head coach. Um, it, with uh, you know, like I'm just looking the other way, like head coach uh, in the in the bag men back in the day when we had bag men to the nil. They're still bag men, but you know what I mean. Uh, Bo Nix, 27 of 35, 412 yards. Three touchdowns through the air, as well as three on the ground. Twelve carries for 59 yards, and he did have two interceptions. Not his fault. Repeat after me. Not his fault. First one was to, I do believe, Troy Franklin in the red zone. Hits him right in the chest, kind of bounces off, and, you know, uh, the Cal defender does a good job getting the ball, but it was also, I mean, turnovers are random. You know, they truly are. So that that one was rough. The second one was, of course, um, uh, the deep, the the Hail Mary right before the half. So you you can't, I don't know, can't rag on someone on a Hail Mary getting picked off. It's a Hail Mary, you know. He's not perfect. He's basically perfect. Remember Justin Herbert's Hail Mary against Bo Nix's Auburn team? That was a bad Hail Mary. That was like game on the line. That was weird. 
I wish that would have been a better Hail Mary. But anyways, Bo Nix, absolutely killing it. We love this man. I mean, this is his third game with with five touchdowns or more. I mean, this is his only one. But still, uh, I believe that makes him the only duck who can say that, who's had three five-game touchdowns out of the QBs. Correct me if I'm wrong, everybody. I'm sure I am. I'm always wrong. But long story short, Bo Nix, just absolutely amazing performance. Um, best quarterback in the Pac-12. Feel pretty safe saying that, especially when he's playing behind our line, throwing to our talent. But, I mean, what can you say? Let's go on to number two. Noah helps the boat race. Noah, get the boat, as they say. Noah Whittington, um, I mean, if ain't Bucky Irving, it's Noah Whittington. <laughs> if it ain't Noah Whittington, it's Dollars or James even. Hell yeah. Oh, my gosh. But Noah Whittington, 10 carries for 66 yards, but also uh, receiving five receptions for 67 yards and a touchdown. It is fun. I think we're. It's not that either of these backs do one of these particularly bad, but it is fun to see Bucky Irving like the bruiser. Not that he doesn't. Not that he isn't shifty. Not that he can't cut like a mother ducker. I'm censoring myself because it's Sunday. Um, like he can do that too, and just like, uh, just like Whittington can truck through someone, especially these Pac-12 defenders. You know which a lot of them are undersized. It's just when he makes that cut, it, that that's, it's it's fun to look at. I mean, that makes you think of those Chip Kelly offenses, and he would have fit right into those. Two great pickups in a position that we didn't even think we were really in need, per se. Uh, hopefully Byron Cardwell as well. Hopefully Seven McGee, not necessarily running back, but is doing well. Both of them seem to be... I mean, they didn't come to this game. It seems, I'm guessing it's an injury thing. It could be something else. I don't know. They know. We don't know. So, that's all we know. Bo knows, that's for sure. But he ain't telling us. Um, Noah helps the boat race. Yes, he did. Just a shout out to him. Number three, thoughts and prayers. Can't get through Sunday without some thoughts and prayers. That is right. Thoughts and prayers. Because, well, luckily, one of these we already know. Chase Coda. Did take that, you know, it looked pretty nasty, the hit. Um, fortunately, he did have this to say on Twitter. Right up there on the top. If I was a smart man, I would make this so you can actually read it. But apparently I am not. And apparently I don't know how to. But anyways, gonna be all right, Duck fans. See you soon is what Chase Coda tweeted. And you love to see that. Because uh, it's not like we absolutely need him. Um, but he is a clear... Such a useful tool. Uh, he, he's a veteran presence, as we all know. I mean, couldn't, couldn't ask for better. Uh, one, a, a crucial pickup that we got through the transfer portal. So I'm glad he's still okay. Uh, he's got sure hands, which, as you saw, I mean, we were doing pretty well uh, catching balls. But there was at least one ball that I think we all wish we would have caught. No, not pointing fingers yet, but yeah. Besides that, though, we got Taimani, who didn't even play in this game, has been injured since UCLA. We're not quite sure. We're not quite. Ooh, we're not quite sure on that status. DJ Johnson also went down for a minute, and then he went back in. 
and then he got injured, and then it was kind of garbage time, so it was, you know, keep him out. Hopefully that's all it really is there. Um, Troy Franklin, there's some discussion. So Franklin goes down right before the half in, well, it was one of those injuries that certainly behooved us because it gave us a little bit of time to go for the Hail Mary, which ended up in interception, so maybe all I'm saying is, if one were to fake an injury, which I'm not saying he did, uh, that would be a great time to fake an injury. And he did hop in there real quick, so that's good for us. And, you know, Tosh Lupoy is our defensive coordinator, and, you know, he was known for that. Not that that was a play on that was a play on offense, but just saying. And I don't hate it. Hey, you know, we're all injured a little bit in our hearts, in our minds, in the year 2022. Yes, so um, thoughts and prayers, because besides that, I'm sure I'm missing somebody. DJ Johnson, Taki Tarmani, we're looking pretty dang healthy, y'all, and we, we got to be happy about that. Patrick Herbert got his first, I mean, I should, I already, I spoiled one here, but Herbert got his first touchdown ever. Congrats for him. So he's he's healthy after all these years. Cam McCormick, we all know how, oh my gosh, the journey he's been through, so it's nice to see him contribute. Yeah. We're doing pretty well on the injury front. Knock on wood. Number four, Christian tested. As in Christian Gonzalez, the former Colorado Buffalo before he rightly converted to our cause, the duck cause. He was tested. And it, it, I, you got to give it to Cal. I liked what they were doing that they knew in order to beat us, like their defense is legit, you know, one of the best in the Pac-12, not even saying it's, <laughs> like, great, but it's one of the best in the Pac-12. Um, and for them to keep it close, they were going to have to take some shots. And Plummer's a good QB. If he was on a different team, like, he, I mean, he was on a different team not long ago, but, like, yeah, it, like, he, he's great. He really is. Um or, you know, not bad. Certainly not bad. And he made some of those throws that were like, Gonzalez could have done a little better, I'm sure, but also was like, hey, you got it. Hats up to you, you know? And it really felt that way. So kudos to, I mean, at least Christian Gonzalez, he did win some. And he blocked, we all know, he blocked that field goal. And that was in the third quarter. We were already up by a lot. It's good to see that energy, good to see that effort. He's a great player. Sometimes you get beat. Trikvist Bridges, a lot of people have burned him. He got beaten this too, but he also made some great plays as well. Got an interception himself. Um, I mean, I don't have a – yeah, so it was fantastic. So he was tested, but we won. So pass. Number five, inefficiency is a sin. We must talk about sins. It's church after all. What would church be without making you feel – Bad about your naughty sins. Uh, team stats here. Third down efficiency. The Ducks were 5 of 10. Not exactly what we've been used to this season. In our worst games, it's kind of been that. But, um, you know, a lot of times we haven't even needed to get to third down to, <laughs> to pick up the first down. Uh, it, which was kind of the case here when we got it cooking. Because we only got 10 third, or there was only 10 third downs to be had. Uh, we were one of three on fourth down. That definitely uh, made it feel like the Wazoo game at first. I'm sure we were all, some of us were thinking back at it. 
Though, I don't know, I, I still felt we were going to win this thing basically throughout the whole time. I was just like, come on, get this get this offense going, buddy. Um, but overall, once I, th- we weren't as efficient as usual, but we did hit our usual or our, I guess, our trademark now. Second, uh, <laughs> second quarter, just point-a-thon because we scored 21 points in that second quarter which is something we have reliably done just exploded in that second quarter to make the second half easy is what it's felt like and to to really help out our defense and to get some actual like good um playing time in there it looks like i got some oh my gosh looks like i got some comments rarely do this let's find this Dark green is the color of my energy. I get you, Tree Tall 777. I get you. And then I got an advertisement for uh, some kind of sex biz thing that I don't really want to give free advertising on this. So thank you for watching this. I'm assuming you're a bot on YouTube or something. But, hey, this is this is Sunday. Anyone's allowed in here as long as you're a Duck fan. I don't think you're a Duck fan, though. If you if you tell me your favorite duck running back random spam that's trying to comment in right now, then I'll I'll say your little advertising there. But but anyways, yeah, that's right, Tree Tall Seven Seven Seven. Yeah, baby. Thanks for watching. Uh, I love you. Go Ducks. Yes, we freaking oh these games have been so fun to watch. Oregon football is fun again. Isn't that cool? All it took was an offense. We had the players, I guess, so it wasn't even that. Man, did y'all see that Miami game? Oh, I'm just going to say that. Inefficiency is a sin. Yes, it is. Let's go into the next one. The holy turnover battle. It was a freaking battle. Not for us. I mean, we did pretty well. Oh, I mean, let's get into it. Two for two. It was even. We already went over Bo Nix's. It's not his fault. It's not his fault. It's like Goodwill Hunting. It's not his fault. Plumbers, I will say they they were his fault, <laughs> especially that first one. That first one's always a good sign. It's all. It's always seems like when you get that first interception really early on. More often than not, your offense isn't ready to turn it into points. Your offense isn't awake enough. What do they call it? Like sudden change kind of thing? Like It really can get to you. It's tough to be awake that first minute and a half when you weren't ready to be on the field. We we marched down a little bit, but we we were forced to, to punt, I do believe. Well, no. Oh, wait. That was the turnover on downs. I did not like that. Did anyone else want us to go for the field goal not to be an old man but i wanted us to go for the field goal i get why you go for the touchdown because you're just trying to break cal immediately you're trying to bane them bane via batman or you know you know what i'm talking about but it didn't work out um and that definitely made me think i mean it's like their defense is so much stronger than offense i would have been happy with just the points but who the hell am i not the coach that's for sure i certainly don't know what the hell i'm talking about now overall the tally count as we got it right here oregon has given up seven turnovers our opposition has given up 11 turnovers so you love to see that i do believe that is correct math 
Yes, I love it. Correct me if I'm wrong, y'all. You know I love you. You know I'm not very smart, and you know I love you. Okay. From New Orleans. I feel like I've met a couple of duck fans. Tree Tall 777 from New Orleans. Is there a duck bar you go to? Bet you do. Say in the comments and we'll shout it out to our, to our New Orleans friends. Now, let's get into the next one. Penalty plagued no more. Now, knock on wood again. We're very likely penalty plagued still. But as of right now, it's certainly we've cleaned things up. And that's to be expected. Even in a first-year head coach, I think as the season's going on, you know, you would hope there is less penalties. No matter where you started out, you would just hope everyone's kind of getting it more. I believe in this game, we had the false start on, on Amave Lalu. Um, we had the another false start on Jackson Powers Johnson, who's still looking good. I love seeing him when he comes out in that big old jumbo, like, package we got the, when we get in the I formation. It is, it is very fun. Um, we had 12 men on the field. That's tough, but at least it's not happening very often in the second quarter. And then in the third, we got a personal foul, which I don't quite frankly remember, but whatever. Hope it was awesome. Hope it was worth it. But compared to where we were when we were playing Stanford or Georgia, I mean, hey, kudos to us. Aren't the Ducks cool, y'all? Holy Herbert. Just want to shout out number eight, Holy Herbert. Patrick Herbert got his first touchdown. So many years, he's looked good. I mean, there's always been a tight end, one or two tight ends ahead of him. Many times it was Cam McCormick who would be injured. But there's always been someone ahead of him, and then there's been injury problems. Uh, but it's just good to see him out there right now. And doesn't it feel good to have this many available tight ends to not have to force DJ Johnson to play that position. Though it was fun to watch him like crack back block, you know. But it's fun, it's real fun to see a bunch of tight ends you can go to. Terrence Ferguson. Ooh, Maliki. Ooh. Georgia was also a fun team. I mean, not on the day we played them. But if you see the way they use their tight ends, that's something I would like to replicate. That's for sure. I also want to replicate the talent they have at those tight ends. But we, we got some real talent. We got some real talent in those positions, including Patrick Herbert. Let's get on to this next one. Late game lament. Absolutely. For this one, I would like to go to the great Jeff Schwartz. Y'all know him. Y'all love him. Former duck. I mean, once a duck, always a duck. Great follow. Definitely recommend following him if you haven't for some reason. Uh, he says on Twitter, the amount of points this season Oregon has allowed in the final 17 minutes of blowout wins is remarkable. We'd speak much differently about this defense without these points. BYU, 13 points, 20 total. Stanford, 17 points, 27 total. UCLA, 14 points, 30 total. Cal, 14 points, 24 total. So what it comes down to, I mean, one thing that I would love your help, <laughs> listeners, remembering um, to ask his lady this when we talked to him on Tuesday, I would really like to know how many positions on a regular basis are being switched when we enter quote-unquote garbage time. 
whether that's the garbage time. Hitler Day thinks, you know, this is the marker, which is usually a little earlier than some other people would say. But I, w- I would like to know how many, how regular it is. Is it a full-on hockey switch? No, it isn't, obviously. But I would just like to know the key positions that seem to, you know, truly switch in. Uh, back to Treetall777. This is the reason why I'm liking doing these lives. I want to get more interactions with y'all. This is going on the free feed, obviously. Um, I'm recording these Sundays. I will start to announce them on our Twitter account ahead of time. So people can talk a little bit. Uh, but here we go. Um, oh, wait, sorry. Treetall777, our New Orleans friend, says, That tiger purple is pretty strong around here. That makes sense. Makes sense. I've always liked LSU. Out of the SEC teams, I like their pageantry and colors. And I honestly like the color purple. I hate Washington, but I like the color purple. So it's nice to be able to root for the... Tigers, and it's nice when they beat Auburn and stuff in Alabama. But there's a lot of cool bars in the Irish Channel, and the Irish like green. That makes sense. Especially, yeah, okay. If life throws you tigers, duck. Hell yeah. I love it. That is great. I'm going I'm to hold on to that one. And one more message. She says, it's way better here. I bet. Oh, I bet. I've always wanted. I've truly always wanted to go to New Orleans. And I'm not just kissing your butt. Always wanted to go out. Um, yes, yes, yes. Let's see on to the next one. Where the? Where the? I almost cursed. I almost cursed. Do, 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 do. I already did that one. Adam, get your head in the game. Red Zone Redemption. Why did I say this? I'm sure I said this for some reason. It's because we started off pretty pretty bad in the Red Zone. This is why we were thinking of Washington State, right? It's because we were uh, two fourth down Red Zone stops. One in the first half, one in the second half. Um, can't really blame us for going for either. And in most circumstances against most Pac-12 teams, we would have gotten it. And most times in this game, we got it. So, you know. Uh, There was a drop on third down. We all know the drop. Chris Hudson. Don't need to rub his nose in it. He made some good catches later in the game. If Chase Cota was in there, he probably would have caught that ball. But we don't need to. We're ducks. We're better than that, all right? And then we also got the red zone interception. Not Bo Nix's fault. Not his fault. I will make that little sound drop of Robin Williams telling Matt Damon it's not his fault that his dad hit him, if need be, to convince you. And on to number 11, Promised Land, baby. Now, I wanted uh, the person who pointed this out to me was on Twitter, Zachary Neal, at Zachary C. Neal. I believe he works over for Ducks Wire, which is the USA Today sports site. Real good stuff from him as well, so I highly recommend his stuff. Um, He had a good quote on Twitter. I will definitely learn how to present this so you can actually read this a little better, watchers. I apologize. He said, Oregon Ducks middle eight update. Now, for all of you that don't know what the middle eight is, it's all right. You're not stupid. It's the final four of the first half, and it's the first four of the second half. If you win this time, a lot if you play your cards right, a lot of time this means 
you can kind of go up two scores. You can almost steal a possession in a lot of ways. And the Ducks have been great at this. Even when we uh, don't start with the ball, you know, we're still, it's all working out. Zachary Neal says, Oregon Ducks middle eight update after seven games. Oregon has outscored opponents 104 to 20 in the middle eight this season. If you were to take away the Georgia game, that number is 101 to six. Absolute dominance. And I couldn't agree with you more. Zachary Neal. Guys, we, we beat California. We're about to pay, play Colorado. If we were to lose to Colorado, at least it would be entertaining because it would be like up there for one of the most disappointing losses in Oregon football history. And being a part of history at any point is at least entertaining. It's at least a little bit interesting. That being said, we shall not lose. We shall not lose to those sinful Colorado Buffaloes, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because go, Ducks. Go, Ducks. Uh, go, 